What it do, people? It's your man, Animal Brown, checking in. Episode 291 of the On Deck TV podcast is here. We are talking March Madness again. This is week two, though. We've moved on to sophomores. We're talking sophomore slumps, man. Whose albums killed it on the debut, but the follow-up wasn't all that, man. We're going to discuss that and more today. As always, this episode is brought to you by Realville Media Group. Do me a favor. Go to realvillemedia.com. Check out all the shows on the network. All the shows on the network consist of the full sport press podcast we got jay ho we got big jeff and we got how wheezy joining in with fsp cameraman giving you the visuals over there this last episode they were joined by coach p man that was a good look man he gave them the insight on what it was like being a division one coach uh for the tennessee state tigers they're locally in nashville tennessee and they also gave some uh postseason awards so go check out the latest episode of fsp and check out fresh for dummies fresh for dummies has jay ho and he got Animal Brown to give you the latest in fashion and the latest in street gear. That is a brand new issue every other week. Check those guys out. Everything RealVilleMedia.com. Check out the shows on YouTube. Brand new episode coming to you right now. Hey, what it do with the business is? It's another week in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, the Husky Vegan, a.k.a. Nipsey Brussel. Follow me, Animal underscore Brown, on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap if you're looking for me. I am Spike Lou on all of the four said mentioned sites. Okay. <laughs> M Extra. Producer M Extra, where you at, buddy? I am your boy M Extra 3 on all things social media. M Extra stands for M Extra Drip. We're going to leave that off. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> extra Drip on there this week, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. What you have on deck, M Extra? Uh, this weekend, uh, actually, I actually spent some time with my brother. Um, we hung out a little bit. Um, nothing major. Went to an art show. Your uh, twin local. brother. Yes. I People have. still get y'all confused. Yes, oh, they do, yeah. Interesting. Um, I went to a, our, uh, this photographer that I was introduced to had a, a showing um, downtown. It was pretty cool, so I went to that. Dope. Swaggy. I'm here for that. Lou, what you on there? I was slow motion. I was excited to get a new episode of Billions in this weekend. Got to try out Apple TV. Y'all were big proponents of that. I tested it Life-changing. It is fire. <laughs> Apple, that Apple much, TV is fire. That much closer to cutting the cord, um, 100%. So I'm an advocate now for Apple TV. What about your weekend, sir? Um, Man, I tried. Shout out to Styles P. I went to here. You know he has an online pharmacy? Yes. The, the first health food black-owned pharmacy? Yep. Mm. Ordered some black sea oil. It came in. It tasted disgusting. That is a fact. Yeah, like it's really hard to hit, but- I feel 10 years younger already. I've only been trying it for like a week. And I look 10 years younger. Black seed oil. Mm. Yeah. It cures everything but death, apparently. That's what they say. You get that in your CBD and you're just straight out here, That's right? what I'm saying. You, you live to be 200 war. years old. You ready for war out here. Uh, I also tried to watch that Michael Jackson documentary on HBO. I made it to the 42-minute mark and I got out of there as fast mm. as I could. As a Michael Jackson fan, is that what made you want to get out of there or did you just not believe it? No, no, none of that. It was just the subject matter was too much. I'm it's graphic good. in nature. Yeah, I'm good. You I, watch it? I, I'm nothing. Nothing. I'm trying I've to heard see about it. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's a rough watch. Matter of fact, I seen somebody say after they watched that, they deleted all their Michael Jackson music yep. and they added R. Kelly music back on. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Yeah, I had somebody text me and said he's worse than R. Kelly. That's how bad it was. I I got it at the 40 minute mark. I'm sorry, Thriller too cold. I gotta keep listening to that shit. Mm. I don't need nothing to taint that image right there. It's rough. I ain't never checking that out. Yeah, don't. I ain't watching R. Kelly. I ain't watching that at all. No, R. Kelly was funny though. Um, I can see that. R. Kelly been funny with Gail. That's <laughs> that's been some of the funniest shit you gonna see. I don't know how hard time nobody. <laughs> Man, if that don't scream guilty before we get into it, like you can't go like to ten like that. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like you. The video, the documentary came out. That's one thing. You really can't go to 10 like that if Gail ain't going to engage you. She's going to sit there like with the... Yeah, unbothered face. <laughs> really? Robert. Robert. Yeah. Nah, that was funny. It was. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to this music shit, man. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, first things first, we're going to talk about TDE. Something's brewing over at TDE headquarters, guys. Um, Top Dog Entertainment. In addition to Schoolboy dropping his new single, Num Num Juice. Him, Kendrick Lamar, Bang. and Absol all changed their avatars to solid colors at the same time. So Kendrick's is all black, Schoolboy's is yellow, 
and Ab Soul is like a white brick. So two-part question. What did you think of the Schoolboy single, number one? And number two, what is your best guess at what TDE may have cooking? I love that Schoolboy single, and I may be a little biased because I picked him to be uh, very successful this year, and I picked him to, to stand out amongst the TDE people and to take a level up in the game. But I like the song. I like like I think that he's playing into what the market is doing right now. Num Num Juice to me is him dumbing down his flow. He is a very he's a high end artist, and when we talking about bars, like he can boil you down if he needs to. But I feel like this song didn't require that. But what it did require was some repetitiveness, some some catchy stuff that the kids are doing nowadays, sure. and that's what Num Num Juice is. So I think that sets the tone for him for the summer to come out and have that blockbuster album that I'm waiting on. Changing the the colors of the albums or the, avatar. me, the, the avatars. Yep. I, TDE promotion. I, I think that's something that maybe an album's coming and those probably look like they do on Instagram when they show you the little blocks of the um, picture before sure. they reveal the whole thing. So it's probably somebody album cover. Whoever coming next album cover coming out and they just showing you different parts of that. That's my uh, guess as to what it is. But I do think something is right around the corner. Not a Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Not a schoolboy yet. Uh, maybe the new guy that they signed, I can't think of his name right now, it escapes me. Or maybe some scissor, something of that nature, to, just to get the summer hot. And then once that starts to roll in around May is when you get the Kendrick Lamars or when you get the uh, Schoolboy Q. So, uh, uh, I, first of all, the Schoolboy Q song is banging. I heard it on satellite radio, but I got in the car in the middle of the song. So I didn't know who it was. And I was like, damn, whoever song this is, this shit kind of hard. I was like, who is this? And it was like, it's a new schoolboy. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, that shit is riding. And to your point, it is a little bit on the quote-unquote dumbed-down scale, similar to the way J-Rock did win last year. Mm -hmm. He hadn't done a single like that before. You could tell it was he was helped with Kendrick. There was a little bit of help with that to make it kind of a crossover joint. I feel like this is giving me that same vibe. Uh, but the song is fire. Now, in terms of what they may be having cooking up, now listen, you gave your prediction that you think Schoolboy is going to do his thing this year. I also gave my prediction that we get that black hippie this year. Mm. And look at the three people who's changed their avatar. Nobody else did. It's Kendrick, it's Schoolboy, and it was Absol. Now listen, that's all we need in life, y'all. My one wish for 2019 is to get that black hippie. Because nobody else changed it. Isaiah Richard shit's still the same. J-Rock didn't change his though, did he? Is J-Rock black hippie too? Gotta be. Fuck. He the first one now. It just need to be them three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do for the sake don't of do, my argument, don't do J Rock any kind of way. <laughs> Can't do it. For, for yeah, the sake of my it. argument, I'm going to hold out hope that this is the Black Hippie album that we've been waiting on. But to your point, it may be pieces of an album cover because Kendrick's was just a black screen. However, the image on Schoolboy is like a marble type mm -hmm. of joint, and then. Um, that's what made soul me, was like a white brick That's what made me think They're taking little pieces Of a bigger picture And putting it together And it also plays Into the TDE Voltron We all stick together <laughs> Type family deal That they got going on I think that all of them Do a great job We don't see it everywhere else Of getting behind each other Getting behind each other When they got a project coming An album coming You all like when MMG, per se, was in their heyday and Meek was hot and, and Wale was hot, you had clashes at the top because both of those are A-list, A-type personalities. Yep. I feel that you have those same personalities at TDE, but it's trickled down from the top with Top Dog and with uh, Punch as far as what he put out there for them and, and, and what they should do as a company. And I think everybody told that line and in towing that line, it makes TDE a lot more successful than other conglomerates that we see today. Yeah, they, they move as in unison, which is dope. The one time you kind of saw a little bit of riff was when um, your girl was like, I'm out. I think she fake retired once or twice. Yeah, Scissor. Yeah, Scissor fake yeah. retired, and then we yeah, thought Isaiah Rashard got kicked off the tour. That was us hating though. Like it wasn't. Yeah, because really he sure. needs to be kicked off the tour. Nah, That's probably yeah. why I was thinking. I was just really hoping. You're a big Isaiah Rashard hater. Yeah, yeah he, nah, he's Isaiah. trash. I've came around. Yeah. Well, how? I came around. I went back and listened to the project. What's the Which, name of the, uh, the Sun's tirade? Yeah, that one. That shit got me. I like nah, it. I like it. I like it. Man, I like, like that. Maybe I was in a good mood that day or something, but I like that project. I'm not as amped about this schoolboy uh, single as you guys are. I don't like the fact that he dumped You got down. a wizard. Mm. Yeah, I don't like he dumped down. He don't have to dumb down. But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't bad, but I wasn't like, oh, it's banging. Like, it's a little disappointing to me. That shit banging and the video was hard. I the like, video. The, that's, that's the video was tough. I like the references, the pop culture references in the video. That shit clean as fuck. Um, I think the single is hard, and it's like a nice ride too. It's like a nice whip single, like something you can for ride to in the for whip. For this time of year, it's perfect for this time of year to to prep you up for the summertime. What don't you like about it? You said it's too dumb now. Well, I don't like the fact that he that it has to like the, the sound didn't catch me. 
when uh, I first heard it. Like, for it to be a single, it didn't catch me. Like, when, when caught me instantly. Yeah. This is not when. But th- but this is his attempt at a win. Yeah, but it's a loss in that attempt. <laughs> <laughs> Over or under 50% chance these albums come out in a short span a la Good Music last, last nah, year. They don't, they don't have to do that. I think that there was more behind Kanye's seven album thing that had to do with his deal that we see now that he's in negotiations with trying to get out of his deal. I think that that had to do with that. And he didn't want to put seven albums out, just like no creator probably wants to rush that process. And I think TDE has a formula, like we just spoke of, that they are sticking to, and they're going to drop one artist, and they're going to wait, they're going to let that circulate, and they'll drop another artist that's probably in a different genre, and they'll go from there. I don't think that they're going to rush and give you that seven. I don't think that that seven thing is going to catch on not as necessarily much as people like it to. Not necessarily having them seven tracks, to? but maybe them just dropping in, in no, continuation. Back back, that's what I meant. I didn't mean I misspoke. I didn't mean the seven track. I meant back to back like okay. trying to do a whole month I think the TDE is of the thought process that they would rather do the whole summer as opposed to six weeks that shit was dope though I feel like that's a moment in hip hop though the only reason I, I think that they wouldn't do that is because they would be looked at as biting it was too close to what good music just did I'm gonna be real with you I don't think I, th- I think that most creators would say that they like Tiana Taylor Okay. Tiana Taylor didn't like that process. Pusha T didn't like that process. Nas didn't like yeah. that process. I think that the guys that are dropping the albums when we speak in the TDE are too creatively involved, and they want to be like, it's art behind what they're doing. You know, right? Like, for they sure. ain't just rapping. In, in, in it's art opinion. behind good music. Don't do that. It Don't is, do yay any kind I, of way. You see him in, in it, church. Yeah. I ain't seen none of them. I've, I've been you see him in church. trying to miss that. But what I'm saying is, and I ain't, I don't want to get into a Kanye rant or talk, but I think that his agenda <laughs> to get those seven albums out had less to do with it being a moment, like you said. It just happened to be that because it was Kanye. Now you just hating because it was Kanye. No, I'm just saying bro. it happened to be a moment because it was Kanye. I don't think it would be a moment, one, for TDE because it would be Biden. Two, nah. because creatively they don't work that fast, so they wouldn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I say it wouldn't happen. Yeah, my whole thing is I don't think it's going to be – uh, rapidly or consecutive back to back like that, but they have to make some noise this year, for sure. Yeah, all you need is a Kendrick album. No, they have. To, I mean, people want a Kendrick album, but I'm saying as a collective, they have to make some noise. Like people want to hear uh, Schoolboy and Absol. That's a fact. But like, yeah. if 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 they were if 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 the if their backs were against the wall and and they threw out a dud with whatever is coming, mm. just drop a Kendrick album. I mean, yeah, you can always you always it's have always that to fall work. back on. That's a fact. But I, I do think, like you said, they need to make some noise. I think it's that black hippie shit coming. Yeah. I'm holding that. I'm gonna call that from now until the end of time, until I'm right. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. I mean, the fans will love it. I mean, the TDEs they, they're pretty consistent. I mean, even when Kendrick wasn't out last year, they made noise. They made a lot of splash with the Black Panther soundtrack. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, and um, J Rock album was fire. And Reason album was fire too. Yes, and Reason. Shout Quiet as kept. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll keep our eyes peeled to social media, see what TDE got. Uh, let's take it down south, man. T.I. It's your man, by the way. It's the king. King, shout Um, On his IG, he compared himself to the late, great Tupac Shakur. Um, let me give you the caption. Riddle me this. Who since Tupac has maintained this much consistent diversity within music genres, businesses, and other opportunities? I'll wait, end quote. Now, mm-hmm. some listener commented what about jay-z ti responded <laughs> respectfully to the goat what major feature film has jay-z starred in mm. end quote fact um my question is does ti make a fair case to his comparison to tupac uh when you put it if you throw the film stuff in there then i guess yes but i i, I think at this point in time in 2019 ti is like shortballing himself ti could be a bigger a bigger person, and it's what I was speaking to when I was talking about the thing with Floyd, when I was talking about the Gucci stuff and some of the stuff that T.I. wastes his time on. The way T.I. articulates himself, the way that T.I. carries himself and is accepted by a mass uh, a mass amount of people, saying that I'm the next Tupac, that ain't really saying much, in my opinion, as far as where he could go. So I think he putting himself in a box, and no, I don't think he the next Tupac just by like saying that I I did movies and I did a, a film. Oh, excuse me, I did a film and I did the album, and I've been keeping it real or whatever it is that he's comparing it to. Uh, but what I will say is that I just think that he's 
putting himself down a notch some by saying that I was the next Tupac. Tupac died before he got to a point where T.I. is, as far as activism, as far as being able to speak on some of the things that he was never able to fully think out. The whole thug life thing that Tupac was talking about, a lot of these were just ideas. Tupac, I mean, T.I. is of the age where he can act on these ideas. He can be a way bigger figure than Tupac was because he has the rest of his time in front of him. Um, Add T.I. to the list of, I don't know, 40 rappers who have compared themselves to Tupac. That seems to be like the thing to do. We heard Troy Ave do it that much recently. <laughs> uh, See what I'm saying? You want to go back, we could say Ja Rule when he said it. Um, the, okay, here's the thing. When you hear the headline, T.I. compares himself to Tupac, you just roll your eye. You go, come on, man. That's because Tupac was a beloved figure. He was larger than life. And you can attribute that to because he did die early. Is that that gives that mystique that adds to it, but he also has been in classic movies. He has classic records, and he was big in activism. So he was a larger than life figure. So when people say, "Man, who who other than Tupac?" Like, bro, don't nobody be want to hear that shit. However, he does have a point. Um, to be that well known and that consistent over this long of time in music, film, and business entrepreneurship, that is dope. But he's not the only one, though. Ice Cube's done it. Ludacris has done it. Uh, yes, no, Jay-Z hasn't had a film or he hasn't been in a film or whatnot. But still, like, that shit, that, who, who gives well, a shit well, at the end of the day when it comes to that? That's probably the weakest thing so, on the list. Well, that's where his comparison would be more so to Tupac over a Jay-Z or the people that you mentioned is because he does more activism. He speaks more to the things that Tupac was trying to do. When Tupac was talking about uh, getting the Bloods and the Crips together and we doing this and we're not going to have any violence in the communities and things that Tupac was, was talking about before he died T.I. is of that same ilk but I think to stop there and say that's what I am would be shortchanging himself like I said those other people that you're talking about yeah they have a lot of businesses they've been in feature films and they do a lot for the communities they just don't put themselves on front street like a T.I. would or like a right. Tupac would yeah mm -hmm. but it's too here's the thing he'll never be Pac because Pac he can be bigger than Tupac no he can't Pac yeah, went he diamond can. he can't T.I.'s not in no classic it's, it's, film it's, it's, he it's can't. bigger than a musical conversation though and that's why I think T.I. is limiting himself there musically no he can never be Tupac but he has T.I. what 30 35 years old he got years ahead of him to 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 do way more than what Tupac had as far as just a thought mm -hmm. he could do all of those things nah, I think Tupac right. crossed over globally or but yeah. you still talking you talking about music though and, and no I'm think, saying period his his likeness is you just saw T.I. with the Tupac outfit on if you had somebody do a a T.I. A memorial what what fit are they putting on? What but, classic fit are they putting on? That's also because Tupac died. Yeah, that's what, that's what I said. That's part so, of the mystique. That's, that's part of it. And, I, and to counterpoint on what you both are saying, he, I don't think he said he's going to be the next Tupac. I don't think that's what he meant by this, by this comment at all. Uh, it's not about being the next Tupac. He just said, since Tupac, name me another person. So it's not about him being the next. And um, every category that you named that Pac, whatever excelled lane in. excelled in, Tip has done it. Not to this uh, level, though. I just think that he's shortchanging himself in that comparison. That's well, all I think. Well, like he's I mean, shortchanging himself. Tupac was a big figure. He's a legend. He yeah, is a how legend. is that a shortchange when you compare <laughs> yourself has, to a legend? He, he, he is a, a legend. All of the things in which you said, but he died early, as both of you have said, and was not able to do, as I just said, a lot of the things that he wanted to do and a lot of those ideas is what made Tupac and what made Tupac live on, the ideas. See, I can act on those ideas, and that would make him a bigger uh, martyr, you would say, but, or whatever. But the, the, here's, here's the difference, though. The fact that Tupac accomplished all of that in such a short period of time. Music, but you, but no, it, I'm talking career. Music. I'm talking getting shot. I'm talking about shooting at the police. That I'm talking about doing a bid. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, the movie, like, just look at his life as a movie. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. And then when you realize the time frame in which yeah, all of 26. that occurred, mm -hmm. exactly. you're like, shit. Like, in yeah. a classic movie, classic albums, this, that, the other, activism the whole nine so it you you have to look at it in a in a bubble in terms of like compartmentalize how long he did it it was a very short time so yeah if ti does do this over 30 years and he matches what tupac did in six then no, it's, it's not the same i just really wish people stopped comparing themselves to Pac. like what's the point did somebody uh, ask him this well he's been doing this for a long time since yeah the, tupac has been a big yeah. influence yeah he's a big influence it's the same thing with yeah. lebron and jordan i mean you're gonna yeah. compare yourself to who you feel like is the best right. ever you can go it, back to like you know? urban legend and hear him say something about tupac yeah. so this is not new it's just new now because he's brought it up again but I mean, he has a point. 
I think the man. king continues to shortchange himself, man. Like I don't I see how you shortchange yourself when it's a legend that you can bring. Yeah, to. that's rough. Mm-hmm. That, that's the wrong word you're looking at. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're yeah, saying. He, he may sell himself short in terms of the other things that he could accomplish that Pac maybe never even kind of ventured in. Like Pac didn't have a TV show, like kind of stuff like that. Exactly. If, if we're talking that's just what, different facets, shortchanging them. Ah, okay, I see what I see what, what you're mean. saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Please stop comparing. Let that be the last person compared to Hey man, King can do whatever you want, man. Tell him Ryan with you, baby. Fuck. Um, best, all right, man. Best rap in Atlanta history. It might be. Clearly. I'm not mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Okay. Uh, moving on. If you heard the latest uh, episode of Fresh for Dummies, then you know Kamora Lee Simmons is bringing her baby fat clothing lamb, a clothing brand back. Mm. Um, now, my simple question is, which hip-hop clothing brand do you think could make a return in 2019 and be successful? I would have to go with Rockaware. And the reason that I would go with Rockaware because it probably has the most familiar face behind it with Jay. And the the trend now is high-end clothing. Jay is probably the closest one that could pull off selling Rockaware, rebranding Rockaware totally as a high-end hip-hop brand. Uh, T-shirts, $150, the jeans comparable to like Gucci and making his stuff comparable to the other high-end brands that all of the young kids are so crazy about now. Give it to a couple young artists, let them wear it, rebrand it, like have your monograms or Rockaway or whatever it may be. Have even some stuff that looks similar to what's popular with Gucci and Louis Vuitton and Versace and the big shoes. <laughs> Jay-Z is the person that could pull that off because he's already looked at with Beyonce himself, the brand, Rock Nation, what he's built as a luxury brand. Chris, uh, excuse me, uh, Ace of Spades. Mm-hmm. All of that's luxury in itself. So to relaunch the brand now to say, you know what, since we are boycotting Gucci and since we're not getting the respect with the stuff that they're rolling out on the runways, I'm going to put the high, high-end brand out there. I'm going to lace a couple of my title friends with it. You're going to start seeing it in all these videos with the Migos. I think that that rebrand would be probably some, a brilliant move by Jack. Uh you were right and wrong all at the same time. Um, I, first of all, he's already kind of done that with the paper planes. Um, the Rock Nation clothes are not cheap. Um, no, they're not. Yeah, they're not cheap at all, and they never go on sale. What the fuck? I'm just waiting on the sale so I can cop some <laughs> shit. I would, I would love to buy it, but it, it never goes on sale. Yeah. Um, like, so he's already kind of doing that with that. This but also, Rockaway already still exists though. That's true. But it still exists. It's it's still a brand that can you can buy. Fa- I can find baby fan in Walmart. Nah, no, you I don't, in, I don't in believe that. Burlington. Yeah, you can't actually yeah, sell it's it. Burlington, ain't it? Probably. No, it's not used. Burlington is real clothes. Uh-huh. It's just back stock. Uh, okay, so that's yeah. That's part of the Rockaware stuff. Nah, see, Rockaware has an Instagram Invasive. that is active right now. <laughs> and they have a website that is active where you can order clothes right now. That's nasty. Same for Sean John. That's nasty. Same for a lot of these brands that are, FUBU's coming back. There's a lot of things that, because that's the trend now. Oh, we know how to do it. History repeats itself. Shit that was cool back in the day will come back now to be back fly. Here's the thing that you were right on, I will say, though. It's all about who is the person behind it. You can take a puff and put him in front of anything. He can sell that shit. You can take, uh, just like Fashion Nova's done. Fashion Nova has turned into a legitimate brand by putting their clothes on everybody that's quote-unquote cool. Um, so that, that's all you really have to do, and you'll get Ws like that. So I agree. It don't even really matter what the brand is. What you want to do? You want to do academics? You want to do Echo? You want to do any of that shit? If you put it behind the cool people, it will work. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all of them though. Like, well, you naming some brands like Academics not rocking nowadays. One because these are Academics ruined that name. And he, he's <laughs> a horrible. Nobody's dresser. rocking that. Yeah. <laughs> Two random like, Just think about Echo. That was a big ass rhinoceros. Ain't nobody rocking that though, dude. You don't know. You never know. Hey, People man. finna rock this baby fat cat. Can never say. She changing that. Can never say never, you. man. This era of weirdness, you don't know what's going on. That's yeah. what I'm but saying. As far as this topic as I look goes, look at your wizard T-shirt. Yeah, shout out to the <laughs> future. And as this topic goes, um, Sean John has already done this. Um, I don't know if you guys are privy to this information, but Sean John <laughs> has launched in Bloomingdale's. Yep. So they've already taken the reins and doing this as, as a, a high end yeah. Sean John high look. Yeah, I mean it's similar. Um, probably it? different. Um, you know, it he better be fix, different material. Better be different cuts. You need to cuts. fix the cut on them jeans. That's just what I was about to That's say. What I'm, I'm, of course, the jeans are different. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Same carpenter, forty-two. <laughs> but, I, that, but, but I don't know because you would think that now, like, okay, you go in Macy's now. Mm-hmm. You go to Sean John. All of the cut are wide leg boot cut jeans. Uh, it's 2019. I've been to Macy's in a minute, but I'm telling you what it is. Last time I saw Sean John, they were definitely in Bloomingdale's for sure. 
okay, but are there going like to be better designs? Ago. Is what I'm asking. Yeah, I didn't see any big bootcut. You jeans. see the bootcut shit. No. I, I know I saw them. They got a couple of new people in their ass. They had Block yeah. Boy JB doing some of their ass. They yeah. had um, Derez Deshawn. They should have hit me up for the husky look. I'm hotter than. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Shawty, that shit. Yeah, tough. Yeah. Well. Okay, to a better point. And the better point about this then. I don't think that Diddy operates Sean John and, and no. Jay definitely don't operate Rockefeller anymore. No. I think so that it would hit better if it were operated by those people. Like, oh, because you oh. just from the fashion rollouts, if you've seen Sean John for the last couple of years, it's out of touch. And and, and to have a, a, a website and an Instagram for Rockaway and, and me not to know about it, like, that's trash. So I think that it <laughs> needs to be... Like, like, just like you got young people that were title and you got the people behind um, Revolt, you need to do your clothing brand like that and not source it out overseas to people who, like, are familiar in that space just because they have a history in doing it and, and think of a new way to do it. Well, Like, I think, like, capsules and those clothing type things, that would be dope for a Rockwell brand or a Sean John brand and how they mail that direct-to-order stuff that they do. Right, right, right. Like, you do the whole fit, but you just do it with a brand instead of them, them getting it from everywhere else. Yeah, that's trash. I need... That's <laughs> <laughs> you talking about those what's trend boxes? About, yeah. Those, yeah, that's whack. So if you had a trend box from a brand that you like, what's wack I would about? never have a trend box from a brand that I like. Why? It would call. What? You don't go to the mall. What you gonna do? Yeah, Listen, I, you saving time. No. Time is valuable. But do you know how much a trend box will cost for for Bro, for a bougie nigga like no, you? Saying, the brand that you want, no, your trend box. I can't. Those I can't trend boxes be like forty five dollars. It's gonna be worth it if it's a brand that you like. Okay, Man, I like, I like, I like graphic t-shirts. For three items. If there was a company that had say, hey, I'm gonna send you five graphic t-shirts a month. You give me nine dollars a month, uh, twelve no. months. I'm doing it. You may not, but because, I'm doing listen, that. Listen, listen. I tell people this all the time, man. Man, it's hard for men to get away with cheap clothes. Okay, that's true. And if I'm getting five t-shirts from nine ninety nine, they're bound to be cheap. But the, you you paying for the subscription though? Because some some you might send all the t-shirts back every month. It's gonna be worth more. But that's getting into the business yeah, right, process but, of what but, they got yeah. going but on. What I'm saying is that yeah. would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you're right. You just bougie. No, I can't that's do it. But you got to go to touch Sean John's shit. credit. They always had better. Uh, designs and all the urban. They did. Uh, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Clothing out at that time. So I they think were. Uh, when he sold them, I don't know who he sold it to, but like I said, it's, uh, in Mason and Bloomingdale's, Bloomingdale specifically last time I saw it. And, they, you know, of course, they you know, riding a wave with certain trends, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's different. You that know? Basquiat uh, little rant run that they had last year. Yeah, that was, was cool. People cool. like that. People like bought that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I ain't seen nobody with a Sean John anything on in yeah. two decades. <laughs> when I saw it, uh, even a few including ago, Diddy. Like, including Diddy. Right, yeah. Well, he got his money and got up out of there. Yeah, he, ain't, he ain't said nothing <laughs> about Sean. Man. Sean long yeah, time. for sure. Um, thank y'all for that fashion rent that nobody wanted from neither one of y'all. You're welcome. Take um, that over fresh for dummies. Moving on. We're talking cash money, man. CMB. Now, with Drake and Lil Wayne gone from cash money, Birdman has introduced- Drake the, gone? Yeah. Birdman has introduced the next generation of cash money. Sort of. Uh, cash money has signed a joint venture with Young Thug's label, YSL. Um, which is home to, of course, Thug, uh, Gunna, Lakeed, other artists like that. Now, add this to what Cash Money has going on on the West Coast with Blueface. Uh, did we bury Birdman a little too soon? We didn't bury him soon enough. If he's dependent, <laughs> if he's dependent on YSL or whatever the name of Young Thug's label, and the last guy that you mentioned, what was his name? Lakeed. Lakeed. Mm -hmm. I ain't taking nothing away from Lakeed because I did listen to some of his stuff and he sounds just like Young Thug. He does. I don't know if it's good or bad. What it's I horrible. am saying is that we've seen this every five or six years with Birdman, and that's including going all the way back to the Cash Money days. You would have Juvenile, and you would have BG, and then, oops, you got Hot Boys, and you got Big Timers, and then you got Lil Wayne, and you got whatever it may be. You can go on down the line. You roll sure. out new artists every four to five years. This is how they do business over there. I can't understand how people continue to do business with them. I can't understand how people are hungry enough in this game to say, I, I, I don't want to do this myself. I want to put my destiny in the hands of Birdman, and maybe he will do right by me. Yeah. I, don't, I, I just don't understand how people are continuing to sign up for that. So, no, I don't think the rollout will work. I think people are over the bullshit as far as it being branded by cash money. And what I mean the mm -hmm. bullshit is they don't want to buy into Baby anymore. They see – I think that Baby – has the bad aura around him now as to when people look into that and they look in that and they see you with that, they figure that you're not smart enough for me to support you. I, I'll put it like this. this is, there's a simple reason why people keep signing the dude. Um, uh, he, I remember when Big Time used to rap, he always used to say, I'm not a rapper, I'm a game spitter. Mm. 
Listen, he he is running the coldest of game right now <laughs> for these niggas to steal in 2019 after <laughs> countless and endless lawsuits still be signing with dudes. So I, I have to start giving Baby credit for getting like reputable artists that are still looking to sign. I think NBA Youngboy may be in the mix somewhere. You got Young Thug signing his whole label over joint venture, whatever the hell you want to call it. You got young boys like Blue Face. Like you still have to keep your finger on the pulse. I have to give him credit. After the the Stunner Island got sold or was up for sale, and like after Drake and and Lil Wayne dipping out, and of course whenever Nicki's contract is up, she'll be on the first thing smoking out of there. Like, even after all of this, I personally buried Birdman. I said, you can't, what's Birdman with no artists? Nothing. He's reinventing himself with Rich Gang. He's doing it again now with YSL. I, I, I got to give him respect. I won't be checking for none of that shit because I don't like Young Thug or Gunner or Lakeed. However, I got to give him props. He's keeping his head above water, dude. Like, kudos to Birdman. I 100% respect it. I do respect it. I just don't. I don't get the artist side of it. What I will never understand is the artist side of it. I would never understand Juvenile going back. I would never understand yeah, you, Lil you Wayne understand not leaving. <laughs> I could never understand Cash Money or uh, Manny Fresh coming back. I can never understand any of that because the story is always the same. It's the whether check, it's though. telling Wendy Day telling us, whether it's Manny Fresh telling us, whether it's Juvenile telling us for a second time, whether it's Wayne suing for $23 million, the story is the same. And I don't understand how people continue to fall for it. Well, I, I think it's different. Well, hopefully it's different when it's a, a label situation as opposed to just me as an artist by myself. Like, mm. Keyword. I mean, this, key this is a partnership. You know what the key you, word you said there? Hopefully. Everybody no, hope Birdman going to pay them. No, but it, I don't see that's the thing. I don't think it's Birdman. It's, and this is because it's a partnership. That means the larger distributor is probably paying them. As well, opposed to Birdman. You know what? That's a great point. And that's a great point to what you said as well. I think. Since he doesn't have artists now, since there isn't a Wayne, there isn't a Nicki, there isn't a Drake, all of these headlines, whether it be Stunner Island getting taken, whether it be Birdman and Wayne and Court and then Liv, they kissing uh, or hugging or whatever it may be, whether it be he's doing this launch with uh, YSL and Young Thug, none of it's revolved around music other than Jacquees. So if I can keep my name out here, then maybe just hopefully I can fool somebody again one day to sign to me. Yeah, so maybe that's I mean, it. well, I mean, Thug and Gunner is a good artist to have. I but I don't think they they I I I don't I don't take Young Thug for the type of artist to, to put his situation with Birdman. I think well, Young Thug, I think Young Thug's smarter than that. I don't think well, these, I, I don't think that these headlines are real. It goes to what I'm saying. I think that these are, are floated out there by Cash Money, a parent label, like you may say. In order to keep cash money afloat, they have a lot invested in them, so they want these headlines to tie the oh, cash okay. money. But when you're talking about the for real paperwork, I don't think I don't think Young Thug signing up for that. Then what would he? Oh, why would he put the fake headline out? What does he get the gain out of that though? Right, the label. Maybe the label incentivizes him in some type of way. Maybe the label incentivizes him. Yeah, to say, hey, we'll know. throw we'll throw mo we'll throw more money in your budget if you sign up to do this with them. Right. That's why something I think like that. Universal probably cut him a check. Yeah, like, like like you said, if it's the parent company doing it and they trying to keep cash money floating, this legacy brand to sign over there with Universal, they tell Young Thug, you hot. Act like you fucking with Birdman. We're going to throw money towards, what's your the young guy's name you don't listen to? Lakeith. We're going to throw money towards Lakeith. We're going to give money to Blueface Wack if you act like you fucking with him too. We just want to make sure that cash money is popping so maybe at some point in time we can continue to get artists over here. Uh, listen, I, I I feel like they would cut bait, cut ties, and just start with another label. Yeah, they got just, too much invested in cash money, man. Yeah, people, labels and I fall off every with, day, I can B. work with baby. Like I can work with baby, and I know I know it ain't gonna be a, a high demand for more money or whatever it may be. Because as long as I pay baby, I'm good. <laughs> he ain't gonna pay nobody. He ain't come back to ask for no money because he kept all the money that I gave him. He ain't had to divvy it up. Shit, I'm not gonna lie. They it, like that relationship with baby. You, if you'd have asked me four years ago, he's in a better position than I thought he would have been. If you'd have asked me four years ago, with Jacquees, Jacquees got high records. He's making that's noise for himself. That's a fact. Cash money not dead. The clear that's that's all I'm saying. That's a fact. Cash they're, money not dead. They're not dead. I'll never understand how it's not, but they're not. That's like it's probably some something related to fame. If these were unknown artists, then I could see you saying, "Oh, they just want the fame." No, like Young Thug is like he's out here. You know what I'm saying? Gunner is on the way though, up. If I'm trying to get my label popping, the Universal come to me and be like, "All right, I'm going to increase your budget by fifty percent." Like, which is high as number. No, clearly, I'm just yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you know yeah right. But if I'm gonna increase your budget by such and such percent, if you agree to work with Birdman, 
All right, cool. All right, boom. We're going to roll this headline out there. Young Thug don't know what's going on. All I said was cool. I'm going to work with them. I don't know nothing about this headline, and ain't nobody going to come ask me because uh, this is the new generation. We don't do interviews, so no one will ever find out about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, Universal can be, they can get good off doing it. Why they want to keep them afloat? That's a good question. Yeah, actually. ain't I, no telling. That's a good question. Yeah, actually. man. I, I, can't, I, I don't think they go the extra mile just to create this buzz. For, they do it all the time. Bird, it's the man. music business. I mean, it, that's what they do. Stranger things have occurred. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, they have a relationship, so I don't know. This is true, man. Let's get to this music break, man. Who we got on this first joint? Yes, we have the Los Angeles rapper by the name of Maxo. A song mm. called In My Pennies. He should not be confused with Maxo Kareem out of Houston. This is Maxo from L.A. Just dropped a project last Friday called Little Big Man. And this uh, song is called In My Pennies off of that project. Let's hear it. Let me spark my weed. I'm a blessing to the dirt. Let me drive my seed. Remember smoking on my lonely try to live too fast. I got homies in the pen that regret they pass. Back when you caught your first hammer with the tape on the grip. Bragging about the little wig, you was not going to flip. I was dying when you told me about the hoes you was fucking. Turn my head the other way, you got a baby today. But know that even last place, see the finish line. This that doing your homework right before dinner. Time. This that cleaning off your shoes for the first day of school Cause your daddy lost his job just a week ago They don't see it, but you do Dream stretching from here to Venus Cause you seen that the streets really be sweeping niggas That's your color light, your blood, and your brother My grandmama told me stay about them streets, nigga And if you hungry, you know you got a place to eat, nigga And if you wrong, you better step back and see, nigga That you human Lord knows that we all made mistakes. Like it's a real all right, man, that was Maxo in my pennies. How you feel about that, sir? That is easily the best song M Extra has ever <laughs> picked out since he has been a part of this program. Mm. It is not even close. So you say. It's mm. banging. It's banging. I'm fucking with Maxo. I went and checked out the project after the song. The project was dope. Nice mm. little theme to it. I like this. I like this yeah. a lot. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. The song was fire. Um it's one of those ones where you want to hear more of the artist. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that 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 good job, Maxo. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want out of your record. You want other people to go, man, I got to hear more of what dude talking about. Yeah. You know, with him, Reason, that's kind of a new West Coast type sound. Like with some of J-Rock's album, that slowed down. Because it's like a real East Coast, West talk. Coast kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's a new, it's a new West yeah, Coast I love type the, sound. The, I like it. The soulfulness of it. And it brings wow. me back into a, you know, a place where you know people rapped. And that's, and True. That's, and that's what I like. Agreed. Agreed. Sure. Some of that missing on that uh, Gunner Drip oh Season God. Volume Nine. Oh yeah. Speaking of that Gunner YSL and Cash Money, that that Rich Gang album comes out on the 29th. So mm. this might all be pulled is this for that Rich Doug? Gang. I don't know what this. I don't. You know, bro, I don't, I don't know, know who on this. Whoever he just took Instagram pictures with, that's probably who's going to be all on this shit. Who knows? The hottest white rapper out with gold teeth. All of that. What? Um, <laughs> he has one of those. He used to. Probably several of those. Good God. <laughs> several times over. Uh, back to let's get to the topic at hand, man. We're talking sophomore slumps. This is the March Madness series that we have going on, episode two. Uh, in case you missed it, last week episode one was the 2019 XXL freshman class prediction show yeah go get that if you sleep um this go around we're talking sophomore slumps dude yep our march madness series like you said going through the march all through march everything from freshmen sophomore juniors and seniors next year we'll do those well excuse me next week but um what you have um now sophomore slumps listen guys people come out the gate heavy and with their debut albums a lot of people say they've been waiting their whole life to make that project (laughs) that's the cliche thing to say for your debut album especially when it comes out fire now you can't say the same thing about your second album and a lot of times people come out man they fuck up they slip up it's not quite the same magic we've got several albums to choose from for this example when you hear the term sophomore slump when it comes to hip-hop albums, what is an album that comes to mind? We were t- doing a pre-production for this, and I think it was unanimously, unanimously said, even when you Google sophomore slumps, this pops up, <laughs> that Young Guns with the Adidas, though they trying to do their Run DMC thing on there. The Brother from the, Another <laughs> album. Oh, my the, God. On the cover of that, man. Tragic. And it was really because that first album was so good. And we had a, a, a idea of what we thought the Young Guns were. The music that they would bring, the greediness and everything that was to that. And man, they come out with the Better Love joint. And we like, no, what, what, what is this? Yeah. And not only do you hit me with the Better Love single, you give me a whole album of Better Love type like records. Like, nah, bro. 
So that's one of the ones that that, that really just jump out to me. That, you that album is so some slaw. <laughs> and like <laughs> so bad. It's the, here's the thing though. The first and maybe maybe that's the real Young Guns because the first album really slick surprised us. Like yeah. You and people fuck with Young Chris uh, to a certain extent up until bars. that point. Now they bars. fucked with him. Neef, yeah, Neef was cool, but nobody expected. If I would have told you, hey, watch them Young Guns, nobody was calling them ahead of time. There wasn't one person like, uh, y'all I fuck with Jay and Beans. Watch what one, Young Guns there's do. There's one person on Earth that was who? Lil Larry. Yeah, Lil Larry. always. He rep everybody. Exactly. Lil Larry was doing, and everybody in Philadelphia. Yeah, because they had buzz before, you know. For sure, that's a fact. But just uh, aside from my guy Dipset, (laughs) nobody else was talking about Young Guns, and they came out the gates heavy with that shit. That shit was fire, and they might have been smelling themselves. On the second mm-hmm. album, to think it was cool enough to dress alike and do like they didn't have to do any of that. You shit. think they decided this? This is creative direction. Somebody told them to do. Who? Well, they need. I hope they were fired as soon as yeah. that shit was. Yeah. Out. Well, I mean, the, walk, the rock went. Like yeah, this it was, it was on the decline. <laughs> that's a good point that you bring up the creative directiveness, and I think that goes into some of the reasoning behind that we see some of the sophomore slumps. Sometimes you have guys like the Young Guns that are surprising first acts, or sometimes you have guys that are much anticipated first albums, and Following that, the label tries to put their hands on it a little bit too much, and they take away from what you said. That first album, everything goes into it. That's your whole life, like you said. Yep. Going going into that album, you've always wanted to be a rapper. Now, on the second album, you're trying to adjust to being a rapper, and not only being a rapper, but <laughs> so many different pots, or excuse me, so many different hands in the pot when people are commenting now on your music. So now, I think they it has feeling a lot to self, do with bro. Mm-hmm. They feeling themselves, and they don't know which direction to go because you got the labels that's cutting the check, yeah. telling you to go in one direction. Exactly. You got your heart is telling you to go in another direction, and the and fans, fans are telling you to go in another one. one. Yeah, they wanted a commercial hit, you know, because can't stop, yeah. won't stop, and better love did well. Commercially, right for sure. So they wanted to follow that up. That album was terrible. Um, when I think sophomore slump, first thing that comes to my head is Mace, oh. M A Dollar Sign, Harlem World was fire, very nice debut album. But that's when Bad Boy was cooking, and then he dropped that Double Up album, and that shit was terrible. It took me a long time oh to admit this because yeah. Mace was my guy. Yeah, well, that was your man. I went and bought this Double Up album from Green Hills Mall. That, that so Sam Goody that was downstairs or whatever which store that was, but. It took me a long time to admit it because it's it's, it's a couple of fire songs. Yeah, no, it's, it's got a handful. Okay. Max. As right, long as y'all Max. admit that. All right, all right. Man, this album was <laughs> Max. The cover was bad. Oh, the cover was worse. The cover oh, was bad. Oh, man, the cover was bad. The ugly suit. Man, he looked like Joe Camel. Like yeah, a, he looked, looked like wild. he was about to be a pastor. Yeah, actually. he did. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's a good what point. The cover he looked like. like he was going to go start preaching. That's exactly yeah. what they looked like. I, you know, I, I, I thought about Double Up, and I figured it out. He lost to Ghost Riders. Mm. I thought Mace wrote though. Nah. Mace wrote. He wrote for Puff. He wrote Puff shit. Oh, so y'all don't. Nah. Jay Z wrote for for Mace. Y'all don't know that. No, I never knew. Mace I knew, wrote I knew more money, more problems. I knew they though. were dissing each other in a song, yeah, but I didn't know they Ghost were writing for, for the right other. price. I can make yo your shit type. I'm talking about Mace. I ain't biting. I thought he was talking about oh, that's Puff. A, that's a uh, fact. No, I thought he was talking about Puff right there. No, he's talking about Mace. I thought he was talking about Puff in reference. Check to your Mace. own videos. You always be number two. Talking about talking about Mace. Yes. But I thought he was talking about the writing part in reference to Puff. Because no. Mace Cause everybody knew Go- Puff had Ghost Yeah, everybody know this shit. I ain't know that Mace had no Ghost right. I don't believe oh, it. Oh, that's a fact. Look it up. That's a fact. Mace wrote for other... Mo- he wrote for Puff, too. That doesn't though. mean that Jigga didn't give him some heat. Okay, that's fair. That's maybe, fair. Maybe like a hook. But I'm not saying you can, you can tell the decline. <laughs> a hook. That's true. You can tell the decline. The decline is apparent. When Hove stopped, uh, you know, Hov stopped fucking with him. You know. When Hove stopped fucking with him, he was nothing. That's true. Yeah. Um, it happens. I'm going to tell you another one. Wait, let me give you one that neither one of you guys would mention because y'all probably didn't like the first album. But that first album was a major hit when it came out, and it was highly regarded. What's that? And as that first Savage Life. That first Savage Life was straight Uh, through Webby. And then that second one came out, and it's absolute garbage. (laughs) Absolute trash, bad game. And I think it was one of those things where we were just talking about uh, the label gets involved. That first album, I know Webby could rap, but I don't think people expected it to do as well as it did because it came out <laughs> the same weekend as that first G's it came out, and people were listening mm. to that in comparison to it. So I don't think people expected it to be so good. <laughs> were they? Expect- yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not in, on Glenwood. Maybe uh, not on Glenwood. I, mean, I don't know what y'all be doing no. on Glenwood in comparison per to M Extra, but no, no. everywhere else in the world, they was banging that Savage Life, and the part two was just a letdown, man. Uh, but everything since Savage Life 1, you could say, was 
also lit. Though. Yeah, his whole sure. career. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So maybe that was just an anomaly. Right, yeah, y'all might. Nah, well, he had good stuff before Savage. He's funny on social media. He is very yeah. funny. Um, Breakfast Club. Charlotte McGay. Yeah, that's classic. Charlotte McGay. <laughs> when I think Angela Gee. When I think sophomore slump, I also have to go to, and it's tough because they were a powerhouse at one time. But I, when I think G Unit, they first album and they, that whole push that they had coming out, that shit was dope. Big for Mercy, it's a fire ass group album. But that second shit, the Terminate on Sight, is fucking tr- like G Unit's fall off is bananas and really doesn't get talked about enough because you could argue you could go the whole round everybody's first album was fire with the exception of yeah yo we're not really nobody's really counting that everybody's first album is fire and damn near everybody's second album is a fall off from the first you can look at game with doctor's advocate that's a fall off from documentary you can look at lloyd banks riding apple that's a fall off from hunger for more and then you can look at the genuine album book album was better though wasn't it no no it was a solid album though it wasn't better than the first one though he probably had the two most consistent records out of the Mm -hmm. out of the click not counting massacre and, and get rich or die trying but but the the terminate on site G Unit album is atrocious. It's like three good songs on there, uh, maximum. Like they run was it was, all, it was like they run ended for everybody at the same time, and I don't I still haven't figured out why it's or how. What you what we were just talking about with Kanye and and TDE had they put pump the brakes a little bit and not try to control this moment more so than extend it out and be here for ten years as opposed to ten weeks. I think the G unit may have been around nah. longer. Them like, checks rolling in, nah. though. Yeah, they are, but I mean, you just got to figure out how to pace yourself. And I, nah. fifty would, fifty probably did the worst as a A list artist at pacing himself. He literally to the point now where you don't want to hear anything that he has to say unless it got something to do with power. Yeah. I don't, like, bro, fifty, 50 because, could come out with a a he he could come out with a track that got the best producer. Whether you go get Takey, whoever best he can feature. have the best feature, and I swear it wouldn't do it wouldn't do anything nah. because he burnt you out he burnt you out from wankster to uh yeah. whatever you want to go to like that little small period of time it was just too much and that's now true. we know that that's but true I that's why i think qc need to slow down I, I, no see i disagree completely okay. because i feel like if you your artistry gonna rise to the top cream gonna rise to the top regardless so if you're and a consistent jay-z put an album out every year yeah here's the thing that's though. what i'm saying you you have to a lot of artists if you're good, you're going to stay around. They just weren't that good. Okay, that's a great point, and yeah. I think they know that. Master P knew that he didn't have great talent. 50 <laughs> knew that he didn't have great talent, so they try to get it all to you out here real nah. quick and get that check like you said. Ain't no way I'm going to extend it out two, three, four, five years and people start to catch on and they stop buying it. So in turn, I'm going to give you these two Yayo albums in nine months as opposed to giving it to you in 18 months. I, I, I disagree in terms of like them not having talent though because they, they've got too many genuine has a nice discography right. it's just that they they when they hit that wall they crashed hard i tell you this they're not as talented as they as as the success yielded from when they first came out yes, they are talented you're right right but they not like lloyd banks young buck tony ayo are not number one rap group in the world talented right. they've never been that I, I i think what happens was when you when you're not cool anymore, that adds it to because Fifty had. You could argue some of the records that Fifty has brought out last two or three. He had one with Chris Brown, one with Jeremiah. They weren't just t- terrible yeah, records. Man, when called, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cool. A couple good songs, but yeah. nobody cared because he not cool, air quote cool no more in terms of music. He's not relevant, so it doesn't matter. And We've seen that a million right. times. And it's time, this time and climate that music is in. Of course, Fifty is considered old, so it's. A, I mean, he took he took time off. So it's that hard too. for him to you know re- come back and stake his claim like that. He can drop a couple of good records, but people are not checking for him. As far as just the talent of the roster, the talent of the roster, it was just okay. It was mediocre talent, so it's not going to last. He was if the we, engine. If we keep it at 150, just a mediocre talent. That's my, that's what I'm saying, the roster yeah. in general. The game was the best rapper on by far on G-Unit, by no, far. No, That's debatable. No. Um. Are you, oh, you think Lloyd Banks was the best? Rapper? Probably bar wise. Bar. I mean, but Game overall was the best. I mean, it shows. Look at Game's career <laughs> compared to everybody you, you else. Have, That's true. Yeah. That is true. Um. I, another album I come that I think of immediately is Snoop Dogg's Dog Father. Oh my God. Um. We all know Doggy Style is a classic record. Um. That's where we start all of our rankings and in, in the whole nine with this particular show. 
Man, that dog father came out though. He got the perm on the front, mm. the vapors on there and shit, mm. bro. Like it was a huge fall off, man. Like I and I haven't listened to it in a while because there's no need. But I don't remember if Dre left. Like I, I don't remember who was behind it and what what made it so some slaw as compared to Doggy Style. I can't remember how much Dre involvement, but you have to think that he wasn't there. Like it, he couldn't have I, I, been. I'm trying to think now, and I just do not remember. Was it for real? No. Was that before the Pharrell phase? Did you just say for real? He did have a Pharrell phase. Yeah, but this was this was like ninety five. I'm talking about Doggist. I mean, um, Dogfather came out in the mid nineties. For real, and Snoop got together in two thousand and like four. Two thousand, right? Two thousand one. Yeah, we just a little off. Relax. Um, but that album is trash. I try to forget about it, but I immediately think of that when I think of Sophomore Slump. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Dre was on that album. I think because this was Snoop's last album on Death Row, and I think Dre. So this is when they had split up, done the whole thing with Suge. Suge made him drop this album, so maybe. he yeah, maybe he was uh, mailing it in. Yeah. The cover was all right, though. That's true. He might have just mailed that Whoa. shit in. <laughs> <laughs> what was on the cover? I mean, he did it like the Godfather. Oh, yeah. That was but, bad. you know, he did the Dogfather. Yeah, that shit was some slow. Yeah, gonna be bad. real. Uh, Puff Daddy Forever is trash, too. Oh, yeah. Which follow up to No Way Out, which was fire. No Way Out was classic. And Jeezy Thug fire. Motivation 102 was absolutely way below what we expected for as far as 102. Yeah. Oh, is that the one where he had the song and he was like hypnotized? Like he yeah, didn't say yeah, that was a lead correctly. single. Yeah, that was Hypnotized, bad. I'm hypnotized. so hypnotized. That, the, the, the reason that, Kelly was on that album too. The reason that that isn't as good as the first one, I think I think he was really feeling himself. He stopped rhyming. Like there was a couple, there was bars that weren't even rhyming. Like he was really in his bag. You couldn't tell Jeezy shit he was when on, that shit came out. He was on that whole I ain't gotta be a rapper type shit. Yeah, you know, like I'm, just, I'm, I'm snowman. And it's like nah, bro. Yeah. And it's not just it's not horrible though. Like I'm yeah, not. I, I wasn't gonna say this just, is worse album. Well, no, excuse me, excuse me, stop. Excuse me. Yeah. These recent ones, I really don't even count. Like the church in the streets and yeah. hey, church in the streets wasn't that bad though. Just relax, wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. The, uh, this isn't just horrible. There's a couple of joints on there. Bury me a G on there. That shit. Yeah. Hard. Bury me a G is hard. There's some joints the on there. The first one with Ti is yeah. hard. The first one was just so good, and That's the impact just, was really bananas. hard. So it was really hard. Yeah. 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 And the impact was crazy. Any other albums jump out to you? Uh, the Notorious Kim. Mm. Yeah, because that hardcore is a classic, classic female hip hop album. No, it's a classic. Uh, all my female fans, it's a classic. I'm, ju- I'm just categorizing yeah. it. <laughs> not, that album's man. But the, hardcore. That's probably the best female album ever. That's all, it's up there. Mm, it's up there yeah. You want the, the fall off? The reason for that fall off is easy though. Oh yeah, we know. Big stop writing the raps. Rest in peace, Big. Yeah. We know. We know why that fell off. And that notorious KIM is trash. Had the Cisco single. That motherfucker was slow. <laughs> that album was garbage. She did bounce back though, cause that Labella Mafia banger. Labella Mafia was hard. Yeah, that, that album is hard. That album, I ain't gonna lie. That, album that shit banging. Yeah, for uh, sure. Two Chains Boats Two was some slow. You crazy? Oh uh, no, I can't give that. <laughs> it's, no. it's a fall off though. That album banging. It's a fall off. The first boats is so good. No. Oh my goodness. And then first of all, that first boats is so good, and then that second one. It was two so or three bad. <laughs> yeah, the first boats, the first one I mean, with no cool. lie, with it's no cool. lie, and cool, it's cool, bro. It's so cool. good. I know that's, that's your man, but it's cool. Let's just be that honest. First boats is like four and a half mics. The second boats is like three and a half. What is pretty girls like trap music? Eight mics? Nah, that first boats is his best album. Nah, four and a half mics. Yeah, nah. that first boats. I still listen to that today. I listened to it today. Actually, that's just because it's your man's. That as long as you man's. know that, you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, central. What about Jay Z in my lifetime volume one? Relax. That ain't a Relax. That, that's not a we're not categorizing that as a sophomore slump album. No. No. no that album is three right. songs away from being a classic. I, I think that album put him on. Yeah, and it's a bad video away from being a classic. That but album really was when people started talking about Jay. That was the first time I heard of Jay. But Jay-Z. comparison to reasonable doubt though, bro. But you gotta think people weren't listening yeah, to exactly. him. Exactly. Volume you had to one came back. out. Uh people didn't even think reasonable doubt was all that. You gotta think about that. Yeah, and Big came died back. too. Big died helping him, helping him too. That's true. That's that, true. That came out around the time Big died. Volume One has some hip hop staples on it. <laughs> no, it got some. It listen, did. it's got some and shit. It got some classic lines. Classic. I pull up in a four point oh. You pull up in a four point oh. I'm in a four point five. What's the difference between those two? Right. 4. Thirty to forty G's cocksucker. <laughs> what about that Wale Ambition album? That shit fire. I like Ambition. Is I don't know it? Why. Yeah, I like Ambition. That's my a lot. favorite Wale album. Yeah. Mm. That album is shit. Now that Rick Ross Trilla? 
Triller is a disappointment. You could say I that was a like Triller a lot back in the day, but I tried to go back and listen to that after we talked about it. That shit is some sloth. Uh, Ooh, it's it's got. It's, it's not top notch Rick Ross. That's nasty, no, Rick Ross, right not. there. He was leaving a lot to be asked for as far as a rapper, just yeah. like. And also right. that um that Big Sean Hall of Fame. See, but I didn't think Big Sean's first album was all that though. Are y'all talking about another Big Sean? The second album definitely wasn't it either. Who? Who y'all talking about? Big Sean's second album some slow. Big Sean from Detroit? Yeah. yeah. His second album trash. He bounced back with that Detroit mixtape and then the following album. True. The Dark Sky Paradise is fire. Yeah, fire. Oh, man. But that second album is trash. What do you though. mean? Why do you, why do you look? I just think it was banging. Hall of Fame? Yeah. Oh, no. You must be talking about another album, bro. Nah. The Hall of Fame album trash. Yeah. Uh, especially especially what he did after with that Dark Sky Paradise. Right. And Dark Sky Paradise is man. I don't yeah. think Big Sean's had a really bad album though, so yeah. I, I can't. I, put, I wouldn't put it in the slump category. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Shout out to the artists who have avoided the sophomore slump. Um, Kanye let registration. Oh my God, late registration is my favorite Kanye album. Like people people big up the college dropout, one of the best debuts, album. but late registration, late registration is bananas. Ti trap music. Oh, fire! His second album was. That's the that's the classic. That you know is what I'm the saying? Classic. That is. Um Drake Take Care. Um that's another one that was <laughs> my favorite Drake album. That's a lot of people's favorite Drake album. Yeah. Um, Why you like- <laughs> yeah. Damn Spike. I, I knew we had to get Drake in there. Of course. Kind of way. Uh Big Life After Death. Oh. Classic double disc. Say yeah, less. Yeah. Second yeah. album again. Um Every song. Was was Stop. Pac's second album Me Against the World? It was Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I was Strictly for my Me against the world was that was his third my favorite album. pocket album for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Outkast, AT Aliens, new second one. Yeah. Woo! Fire. The Hot Boy second album. That first album was fire though. But the, the second one was still good though. Like, you can't live up to that first. The Guerrilla Warfare. Yeah, it was good. The third one was when they fell off. The third one was. We not we don't even mention garbage. the third Hot Boys. Yeah. Uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers LP. That shit fire too. What about Curtis? That's his third album. Curtis is fifty. Well, I mean, we ain't counting the massacre of a dollar. Massacre is oh, the okay. second well, album. What about Massacre? I like that album. You like that better than Get Rich yeah, Massacre isn't bad. It's actually slept on. It's just too many songs. That's it. That's why they fucked up. They put too many songs on that Massacre. If they hadn't done that, people would look at it the same way as they look at Get Rich or Die Trying. Easy. But y'all do us a favor. Go on the rap chat. Let us know of some of your sophomore slump albums. Who didn't live up to the billing of their debuts, man? Let us know. What is the next music break? M Extra. Yes, we have a homegrown product for the next music break. It is Deontay Hitchcock uh, featuring Childish Major. Mm. And this song is called uh, Changed, Changed for, you. for You. Yes. That's your man, Deontay Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Let's hit. Sometimes I wish that our lives were different and music didn't take up my time. Getting older, them hoes they cool, but I need a space to unwind. What you need, no, I got you covered, girl. Just making you mine. Well, I may be late in a map forever, but I can't make up my mind. I'm fucking with you. It ain't no need for alarm. I mean, you know all I want is you. I'm trying to walk you down the aisle to a door. We hit the reception off the hen and we gone. If you was drunk in a room full of folks you love, would you run into my arms? I'm blessed enough to understand that we got love. Too old to be playing, sitting around and trying to act like it's not. Love when I'm with you, time freeze like the clock stuck. Then ain't really think about or even wanna settle down. And you popped up, shout You doing good, but I still be praying your life get better. Whether I'm in it or not, but you know this bond ain't the type of self. So when they ask, just let them niggas know you good. Yeah, and they ain't gotta be explained. Yeah, baby, I get my last name for you. Yeah, just say the word and you got me, baby girl. I give up the game for you. We are back, Deontay Hitchcock. Is it Deontay or is it Dante? I think it's Deontay. Oh, yeah, Deontay Hitchcock. Let me know if I'm wrong, but I think it's Deontay Hitchcock. And that was him featuring Childish Major. Change for you. How you feel about the loop? I like Deontay Hitchcock, and that was banging. Uh, this I went to go check out this project yeah. as well. It was dope vibe to it. It's talking a lot about his relationship on here. I don't know if he just went through a breakup or what it was. Yeah, he's been in his relationship bag lately. Yeah, mm. but I, I like the vibe. He can really rap, but dude, dude yeah. has a very nice flow. I'm wondering how long it's going to take before we start to hear more about him. Yeah, because his first project was actually pretty good. I, um, I was, was put on him about a year and a half ago, so he's pretty good. And this is um, from we played his, him on the show before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is um, from his just a sample two. Uh, it's an EP he released last Friday as well. Yeah, this song is banging. Um, you're two for two for the first time ever on On Deck. Congratulations. <laughs> um, nice bounce back from last week. Because um, <laughs> this song was fire. Yeah, 
was. Both of these were fire. Like Deontay Hitchcock, I got to check out that whole EP. Yeah, this bang. That shit was dope. Um, before we get out of here, man, question of the week. Um, all right, we talking producers, man. Dr. Dre, he turns 54 this month. Happy birthday, Dr. Dre. March, babies, we in here. Um, and Timbaland just signed a deal for his Mosley Music Group with Def Jam. My question is, which producer would give you the best chance at a hit in 2019? Dr. Dre, just because I haven't heard a lot from him other than just working with Anderson Pack lately. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted a hit and just the nostalgia that goes with it and saying that you got a Dr. Dre beat, I think people are more apt to listen to it, which is going to get you more spins, which is more likely to turn into a hit. I ain't never been a big fan of Timberland style, no way, so I'm going to uh, lean towards Dr. Dre. So Dr. Dre hasn't had a hit. We're not counting Anderson Pac and. I can't. I can't tell you when the last time he produced a hit. You can at least I, go to Jay Z <laughs> and look at the last time that Timberland had a hit because he had a couple of hits on that uh, Blueprint Three. Which I mean, it may not have been Blueprint Three. It may have been uh, Magna Carta. With, a couple uh, of hits. I mean, he's at least had a hit more recently than Dr. Dre has. But you just you just said you can't count Anderson. Right. Park. You just like yeah. It. I'm not counting that. I'm talking about rap shit. This is a hip hop show. We're well, talking people rap talk about shit. Anderson Park in the rap. That's just trash. He just want to pick uh, Timberland because he's trash. a Timberland fan. Timberland will What's give trash? you. A, I don't like Anderson Park. I can't get into the music. Oh, you don't like? Oh, good. Yeah, no, I'm sense. just not a fan. Okay, yeah, I like Anderson Park. Yeah, a lot of people like Anderson Park. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. I'm sleep on that. He's dope. Um, he's all right. Uh, I like his live <laughs> shit though. He slid. His right. live shit is kind of dope though. His tiny desk uh, concert was lit. Yeah. Um, but now nah, I'm going Timberland though. Easy. Tiny Desk concert. That I shit was hard. Never watched one of those. You ain't never. Uh, Anderson Park. NPR, NPR music. Hard. Tiny Desk. You don't never click on those. Oh, those are great. Oh, Mac Miller's was amazing. Yeah, really? his was tough. It was really, really good. Hmm. Um, I'm going Timberland. Who you got though, Dre or Timberland? Oh, that's tough. In today's climate, I gotta go with Timberland because Dre is such a like perfectionist music wise. If I want to just catch a quick wave, I'm gonna go with Timberland because I was Dre will, Dre will take too long with my shit. I was waiting on you to say like DJ Toomp or something like that. Oh, just, love just, to have. Toomp. I knew it. Oh just like God. just take what? Atlanta. Just give me an Atlanta retirement. person. Shake I'm shaking my head. Yeah. I'm saying Timberland too because he at least got that bounce. Too. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's that current for now. Right. Timberland, and I wasn't shitting on Toomp and I just knew you. You can't Atlanta bias. Toomp is an Atlanta legend. Don't do it. This is true. He a legend. Period. Um, I'm glad you recognized that. Yeah, I fuck with two. <laughs> On Decker of the Week, we've got two this week, man. They're both coming from YouTube. Oh. Um, shout out to Sean Wash. Salute to On Deck. This is one of the dopest podcasts out. You guys cover all the bases when it comes to the culture and even the On Deck TV playlist. On title is fire. Keep up the great content. Rock City. Appreciate that, Rock big City. Wash. If you don't know, you're already slow. And shout out to Loco Swag 88. Loco. My boy put me on years ago, and I listen every week religiously. Keep holding it down. We appreciate, appreciate those comments. Swag. Good looking. Go to YouTube.com slash Podcast and subscribe to the YouTube. Also, go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, like. That helps us get the show out there to the rest of the people who are unfortunately not listening yet. Absolutely, man. M-Extra, we got music. What's coming up? Uh, this week, we have... <laughs> Your boy Nav is coming back out with an album this Who? week. Yeah, I'm Bad sleeping. Habits. Who is that? Nav. You don't even want to know. You no, know, Nav. Uh, um, what's he on? EXO? Yeah. You no, know, Nav with. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Um, Sleep. <laughs> Chief Keith and Zay Tobin. Oh, they, coming out. they came out. They came out last week. Let's go. Oh, yeah. This came out last week. Yeah. I'm here for that new Chief yeah. Keith. I tried to listen to that too. Yeah. That, that that's how slow last week was yeah. musically. I tried to listen to that Chief well, Keith. It turns out that it wasn't because we got this. Deontay Hitchcock That's project true. came out, and the Maxo project came out Friday as well, yeah, along with this uh, Glowtoven. You said that shit. Did that just come out? Tobe Duetske. Oh yes. Oh also yes. Tobe and Ikwe, uh EP just came. out. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's Body I really is like name. it. Uh, it's a dope project. You really so got to change that name. What's his name? What do you mean? You can't rap with a name like that. Apparently you can. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, nice. Nav, uh, Rich the Kid, money here. Rich mm-hmm. the Kid, uh, the, uh, the World of George 2 is coming out as well. I'll listen to that. And some guy named T.L. Cinco, 2.0 Cinco is coming out as well. Shout out to him. Um, also, two weeks ago we missed it. Did y'all see the Def Jam compilation, Undisputed? They put out a compilation of all their new artists. On the label, they're doing a whole rebranding oh, of Def Jam. Chip was on there, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. Chip was on there. Thank yeah. God, because they need him. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, that roster is quiet. Right. It's probably about three joints on they there. They got Maxo on there, though, right? He's a, he's a Def Jam artist. Possibly. Payroll? I don't remember if he was on there. Was Payroll on there? No. no. What? No. Nah, this was. All, I had never heard of anybody on there 
they had maybe one or two features like Tiger and I think YG was on the song. Right. Other than that, it was all new Dev Jam yeah. artists, their new generation. Yeah. And um and to piggyback uh, that Toby and Ikwe uh EP is called Three Originals. So uh go go check that out. I have no interest in listening to it, I'm gonna be real. Shout out to him though. Yeah, he's fire. Um Change what you got on deck for the name, weekend? Man. Uh, I'm continuing my workout, man. I'm getting back to it, like I said. Okay. I'm almost back in shape. You ready? You ready to join me in MX or what? Wait, anytime you want to race up that mountain, I'm good. I'm definitely not smoke. racing, though. <laughs> that's the last thing that's going to happen is racing, nigga. Yeah. What you got up? Um, I am in that Us Jordan Peele movie Thursday yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Got my seat yeah. on deck. I yes, can't sir. wait. 7 o'clock. I cannot. You already got your ticket and everything. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to see us this weekend. I haven't decided what day I'm going to see it. I'm thinking about Thursday, but March Madness is Thursday. I did don't you, know how my schedule is going to be. Did y'all listen to the interview I sent with him in the group chat? I did. Did it scare you? No. No. Scared me. It scared you. To thinking the movie not going to be good? Yes. I think the oh, movie's not oh. going to be Get Out, and so you got to get yeah. that out your head. Well, he did, I, he I know it's not going to be Get Out, but I think that just how he was talking about some of the stuff that he tried to play with as, as far as a filmmaker and some of the, the, the boxes he said that he didn't get into and, and he, you may have thought that he was, that he didn't. That kind of, to me, is cold talk for you might not like this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, it, it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, I think I, that he's he's bracing people for it to not, not be Get, get out. out. Oh, yeah. he just That's tweeted fair. about that yesterday. He said Get Out was a documentary. He said Us is a horror film. Yep, so do not compare the yeah, two. Yeah, no, you can't compare it. Come with fresh eyes. Yeah. But I'm ready for that. I'm on that. What you on this weekend, bro? Oh, I'm going to see us uh, as well. That's my only highlight for the weekend, I think. Uh, I'm going to be low-key this weekend, working on some on-deck stuff. I like that. Fantastic. Low-key like a midget locksmith. <laughs> um, follow us at On Deck TV Podcast. Uh, like we already done said, YouTube, iTunes, all that good shit. Go to the rap chat. Join the conversation. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Give us your sophomore slump albums as well. Absolutely, man. We out. We'll see y'all next week. Go on. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.